Welcome to the Warrior Project podcast. My name is Em. I'm a growth and development consultant, a wellness coordinator, and a functioning hippie. And I'm Katie. I'm a nurse, wellness junkie, and new mum trying to find her way. We talk about all things health-related, mind, body, and soul. We believe that everything is connected. So buckle up and get ready to have your mind expanded. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Here with Prego again. Still. Still. (laughs) No, hopefully by the time you're actually hearing this, I will not be Prego. Oh, my God. And then when we do the next few podcasts, she's going to bring the baby in. So if like randomly you hear screaming, like it's not us. It might be me. It's the baby. Um, No, I don't mind if you like bring the baby and then you just like breastfeed. Like (laughs) while while we're on air, she just like whips boob out and starts breastfeeding the baby. Why not? No one's going to know. That's right. We're all about like pro-women freedom, like birth, you know, breastfeed. Free the titty. I I I was actually reading something on some prego's instagram mm. she's like an influencer mm-hmm. and she oh, you have to i don't know this. i have to i'll have to find her and she had the she had this full write-up about um being pro she had like a slogan and everything pro like women breastfeeding mm. in public mm-hmm. but it was like this big thing that all these women jumped on this bandwagon of like being more accepting of women yeah. whipping the boob out in public yeah and i was like i'm all for that yeah like for sure. if the baby's hungry yeah. just you know yeah, I wouldn't go hide in the toilet if I was hungry. No, and it's like you're like don't go against nature. Mm-hmm. Like that's a natural force of nature. As baby just won the boob, you know. Yeah, that, I think because boobs are so sexualized that. Yeah, every oh fucking everything sexualized yeah. in 2022. But that's not what we're talking about today. Oh, my, oh no, it is 2022 <laughs> it now. Is 2022. Oh yeah, but no, we're not talking about sexualizing <laughs> breastfeeding. That's a whole. That's, that's a whole, whole another. another um, what we are talking about actually is. So I was saying to Katie that I was um, sitting in my armchair in my library yesterday, just like staring into space, contemplating my life. And um, I wrote down this little quote in my phone, like it was just something I was thinking about. A mistake repeated more than once is not a mistake. It is now a decision. And from this, it becomes a behavior, which then becomes a part of you. So what do you decide? And it got me thinking about... It got me thinking about everything that I went through in my mental health journey and it got me thinking about people that I know in general who have made mistakes in their past and then allow those mistakes to dictate who they are today Mm. and they allow – it's almost like they're using those mistakes – as an excuse or a reason to justify their toxic behavior in the present day. Mm -hmm. And it made me think it's interesting because when I was recovering from bulimia, I made the same mistake time like 10, 15, 20, 50 times before I was fully recovered. Mm -hmm. But I think what the difference is, I was always trying, like I never gave up. Mm -hmm. So even though I would fuck up and sometimes I would fuck up multiple times in a day or like multiple days in a row, I was always consciously making the decision to try again. And and each time I got a little bit better, like each time I was learning something or I was improving and I was making the conscious decision to address 
the behavior Mm -hmm. and address what was triggering the behavior. And I think people are quite happy to say, oh, you know, it was a mistake. I made a mistake. Well, yeah, making a mistake is is fine. Everyone is human. Everyone makes mistakes. Everyone, you know, I've said this to a lot of my clients. I've said to so many people in my life that you have to forgive yourself for things that you experienced when you were in a state of low self-worth. So if you were in a state of low self-worth and you made a poor decision or you made a mistake, that's okay. Like Mm -hmm. you have to forgive yourself for that. However, if you keep making the same mistake and not taking responsibility for it and not owning it and not addressing why you're doing it Mm -hmm. and addressing the issues surrounding it, you're no longer making a mistake. No, this is a conscious decision. This is a conscious decision. Yeah. And once it becomes a conscious decision to make the same toxic mistake over and over and over, it's no longer a mistake or a decision. It's a behavior now. And because it's a behavior now, it's second nature. So it just becomes your new default. It's a habit. So not only is it a behavior, it's now a habit Mm. and it's now a part of who you are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's the scary thing is when, a toxic trait or behavior now is part of your default as being a human. Yeah. And it's a part of who you are. Yeah. That mistake isn't something that you've learned from and have grown from. You've like incorporated those shitty decisions now as part of your personality. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of people struggle when they're trying to change their life or change pieces of themselves for the greater good is that they struggle to accept that they will have to let go of parts of them that no longer serve them. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like they are letting go of parts of themselves. And that's scary. Like that's why it took me so long to recover from bulimia mm-hmm. because I didn't know how to define myself yeah. without that. Without that label. Despite, like, yeah, but yeah. despite the fact that it was toxic, didn't matter that it was toxic, I internally was identifying really strongly with bulimia. Mm-hmm. And to the point it was like a personality trait. Yeah, it was a part of me. Yeah. It was a part of me. Yeah. And I had to figure out what was going to fill that void and I had to figure out what I was going to be apart from that. I think in a lot of ways, if you're making the same fuck up and to the point where it does become a habit, basically, like a Mm. behavior, part of your personality, it's so much harder to break away from that than it is to walk away from like one mistake. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like if you, I don't know, you stuff up once and you learn from it and you move on and go, fuck, I'm never doing that again. Like, never doing that again, ever, ever, ever. Forgive yourself, move on, cool, done. But when you allow that same behaviour to repeat itself over and over and over again where it becomes so ingrained, like it's so much harder. Yeah, because it becomes a habit. Exactly, to move on from, yeah. And this is something that people don't realise. And this, like when when I read this in a book, it blew my mind. You cannot break habits. You can only create new ones mm-hmm. that overrun 
the neural pathway of the old one. So like trying to break a habit of smoking or drinking or drugs, if you're like, I'm not saying it's impossible. Of course it is. There's people that, you know, something major happens in their life and they cold turkey stop doing Mm. something because a crisis has forced them Mm -hmm. to break something, break a habit. But the majority, they struggle big time because they're trying to just take something out of their life and then they're not replacing it with something else or they're not trying to build a new habit to overcome that old neural pathway. So like, for example, if you're someone that you are an alcoholic Mm. and you have to drink every single night, do you know how hard it's going to be for you to just take alcohol out of the equation Mm. and sit and do nothing? And just not fill that void. Yeah, you're literally going to have to decide to be or do someone or something else. So like when you come home from work, rather than sitting on the couch and drinking alcohol, you might have to become that person that comes home from work and cooks, follows a recipe and cooks a meal or takes their dogs for a walk. Or you maybe change your routine and you, I don't know, like you go to the gym on the way home or something. Yeah. 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 Like you can't just break a habit. You You have to can't just come home and sit on the couch and think about it. (laughs) Yeah. And this is why I think so many people fail at like, like improving their life is because they think, oh, all I've got to do is just like cut it out. Yeah. Mm. Stop doing this behavior. Yeah. But like, why are you engaging in that behavior in the first place? Mm. Like, why are you doing drugs? Oh, it's because I'm not happy. Okay. Why aren't you happy? Mm-hmm. Oh, because I feel like I'm worthless and I'm a piece mm-hmm. of shit. Yeah. Okay. Delve so, a little deeper. okay, cool. So you now need to decide consciously to be someone else. You need to decide consciously that you're not a piece of shit and you're going to act like you're not. And in doing that, you're now going to become someone who goes for walks, who trains, who eats healthy, who maybe fills their mind with motivational YouTube or podcast content. Like you need to decide to be someone else. Yeah. Make sure I suppose you're filling that void with something that's positive as well. Because I think one of the really common habits that people try and break is smoking, right? Yeah. And a lot of the time people stop smoking and then they start eating. Yeah. So like, Yeah. yeah, they've quit smoking. Great but they've gained 30 kilos yeah. and are now miserable. Yeah. Um, so it's important to replace those with beneficial habits, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. yeah, and question why the habit is there in yes, the first place. exactly. What are you avoiding by by eating, by smoking, by drinking? Yeah, yeah. what are you avoiding? Whatever You're avoiding something is. uncomfortable. Yeah. There is something within you that makes you feel uncomfortable that you don't want to sit with. Yeah. And that's why you're going out and doing shit that conflicts with who you want to be in the future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually chatting to my dad yesterday on the phone. We we're just talking about like changing and decisions and just life in general. And dad was saying that every single, well, this is his opinion. And I find that it's valid because I uh, like, I value the person that my dad is. My dad is the most successful person that I know. He's lived a really great life. He loves what he does. He's built a little empire. He's got a great house. He's got a great family. Like, to me, I'm like, yeah, dad, you're successful and you have qualities that I would be honoured to develop mm-hmm. or to build. And so when he tells me things like I'm like, yeah, I think that's valid. So he was saying to me that he feels that every person 
get to a point in their life where they can no longer be in two minds. And he said, everyone gets to a point where they have to make a decision. I'm either going to go down this path and continue doing what I've always done because it's comfortable and it's just what I've always done. yeah. Yeah, which is fine. And he said, or people make a decision to be something else purely for the reason of creating a future. Mm-hmm. And he's like, either way, you're going to have a future, mm-hmm. either way. But he said, when you come to this decision, you're dictating the quality of that future. So if you're happy to just continue staying the way you are and that's your future and you potentially will sacrifice and you will potentially lose things that you want, then that's fine. Like that's a decision you, that you've made. But he's like, you need to consciously make the decision mm to be different or to believe that you're different. Do you know what I mean? And like my dad is someone who he at quite a young age had to consciously decide if he wanted to continue going down the road that he was, which was not a fucking good one, Mm. or if he wanted to consciously decide to be someone else in order to attain the future that deep down he wanted for himself and the decision he made, he said it was the hardest one, but he said it was the right one. And like, it was fucking hard and it was uncomfortable. And at the time he just said, like, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And it was really hard because he's like, I I literally was, I had to become a different person. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think many people do that unless Like I read something fucking years ago about this and someone was talking about that change, you you only change because of two things, crisis or choice. You're either forced to change Mm. because of a crisis and you've got to a point in your life where you're like, holy fucking shit, if I don't change, I'm either going to die or like my life is not going to be good, I'm going to lose everything or they change because of choice. And I think, or the the other thing is people don't change. Yeah. Like the only reason I changed was, well, actually it was a combination of crisis and choice. Like I was sick of, like, I was, I got to a point where I was sick of my own shit. Mm-hmm. And then I also decided, fuck, actually, do you know what? Like, I don't actually think I want to die of like suicide. You don't want to do this for the rest of your life. Yeah, I don't want yeah. to. Because I knew I was like, fuck, I don't even reckon I'll make it to my 25th birthday Jeez. if I keep going like this. Yeah. So I just was like, I have to make a conscious decision. A decision. Yeah. Because as humans, like, we, we take the easy option. Like, all the time. It just it, if we're not doing something mindfully, we take the easy option. Um, we we just do – we want instant gratification. So we yeah. do what's going to get us, I don't know, happiness. Right, well, yeah. happiness in air quotes because it's not really happiness. No. Right then and it's there, not, not thinking about long term. Yeah. So I guess you were thinking about like, okay, like today it's easy for me to give in to these like ED behaviours, mm. but long term these ED behaviours are going to fuck me up. Like yeah. if I want to live a long and happy, happy, life, happy life, I need to make a hard decision today and every other day moving forward yeah. to get to where I want to be. Yeah. Well, I had a nurse say to me because um, like my bulimia got really, really bad that, like they had to run tests on my heart and stuff. Mm. And a nurse was like, if you don't stop, 
with this bulimia. She's like, you're going you. to die yeah, of yeah. heart failure. Yeah. I um, When I was a student nurse, I remember looking after um, a young guy actually in hospital um, with an eating disorder um, and he was actually in palliative care and I was just like, that's horrendous that like his eating disorder has done this to him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Yep. He would be otherwise healthy and out being with his mates, doing normal guy sort of stuff. Yep. It happens. And, yeah, and it was, it was a real eye-opener for me. Yeah, like, it's confronting. It's like, fucking confronting. People, people, yeah, die because of these decisions. Yeah. yeah. And I think, like, I had to make the decision. Like I said, I say this to one of my best friends all the time. I'm like, do you know what changed my fucking life? acting as if I loved myself like I would be like okay what would I do if like in this situation if I loved myself well fuck I wouldn't go and throw up what I was eating six Mm. times a day Mm. I wouldn't fucking self-harm I wouldn't try and overdose I wouldn't do drugs like if I loved myself I wouldn't be doing those things so I think like I just had to consciously decide that like the point that I got to is I was like a voice in my head was like, there's more to life Mm. than this. Like there is more to life than this. And I was just like, fuck, there actually is. Like there has to be, there has to be more to life than this. And then I started to just like be a different person. Like there's so many people that like when I was fully recovered that I like would bump into and they'd be like, like I had one male friend, right? I stopped being mates with him because I don't know, just my mental health was really, really bad. Mm. Um, and then he like moved to another country or whatever with his girlfriend. And then he came back to Perth um, a few years ago and I caught up with him and he was like, what the fuck am? And I was like, what? And this was even before like we started talking and he was like, there's something about you. Like you're just not the same person. You're just not the same person. And I was like, well, I don't hate myself anymore. Mm. Like that's probably what it is <laughs> yeah. like that I just, and he's like, yeah, there's like, you seem lighter. Like he's like, you don't even have to really like open your mouth. Like he's like, mm. I can just tell you're not the same person. Mm. And I was like, then obviously I got talking to him and I just said to him, I had to decide that like I had, I literally had to decide now, nah, like I want to be someone who's strong and brave and is a voice for other people yeah. and is calm but also someone that knows her worth and doesn't take shit. Like mm-hmm. I, from when I got better, I was like, I'm not taking shit from like anyone ever. Like I'll walk away from situations like, because it took me so long to attain the happiness I have now, there is no way in fuck I'm going to let anything take my happiness mm-hmm. again because mm-hmm. I'm like, it took me way you too much. Way too much hard work. <laughs> yeah. And I think once people make that, this is the thing. The hardest thing is making the decision. Yeah. But once you do, you just keep going because momentum kicks in and then you never look back. Yeah. It is that cliche like choose your hard. Like Yeah. Yep. It literally is. Like what might be hard today is going to make it easier in the long run. And yeah. if you don't if you don't take the hard option today, it's just going to be harder on you. Yeah. Down the track. <laughs> Cuz it's hard to like it's hard to it's change, hard to change. and grow and be a per- yeah. better person, but it's also hard to live in a life that you aren't enjoying. Yeah. So either way you're fucked, guys. Yep. Like yep. but with the, with changing, you end up unfucking yourself. Yes. <laughs> like do you know what I mean? You end up like building something that you're proud of and mm-hmm. that you're like fuck yeah, I'm actually moving, I'm actually growing towards something. Yeah. This is awesome. Or you end up staying the same 
And just because, like, yeah, you'll feel comfortable, mm. you will always feel comfortable and that's awesome, but, you but you're never going to be fulfilled. No. And that's something that, like, I say to my dad all the time is I'm like, Dad, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing in my life. <laughs> I don't know what next month or next week or next year is going to bring, but, like, and I feel uncomfortable all the time because of the uncertainty, mm. but I'm happy. And I never want to feel comfortable again. Like, mm-hmm. I never want to be in a position where I'm like, yeah, I'm comfortable where mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm pretty comfortable. Like, no, because if I'm comfortable, it means I'm not growing. Yeah. So, like, I feel scared quite often with, like, my career, with, like, my sometimes where I'm going to live, with, like, my future. But that's because I'm, like, I'm just going with the flow and I have no fucking idea what's Mm going to happen. But I'd rather that than just being comfortable and being, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And potentially living the life that you thought you would or maybe wouldn't have, like, 10 years ago. Yeah. Like, fuck. Oh, my God, yeah. Ten years ago, how old would we have been? Well, we're 19. 30 next year. Yeah, 19. 19, oh 20. God. Like, imagine when you think back to the life you thought you'd have in 10 years, 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like my God. Like, how far you've come. That's actually good because I never mm. do that because 10 years ago I was in a mental clinic. Yeah, well, exactly. Literally around this yeah. time of the year too. What yeah. the fuck? It was literally... Oh, like just, like it was the second week of December yeah. that I came out. Wow. I never do that. People mm. do that. Yeah. Do and if that. nothing's changed and you're yeah. like, oh, I'm Shit, feeling. I'm still in the same Yeah, spot. like if you're feeling the same, if you're still the same person, that's fucked yeah. and something's got to yeah. change. Like because I look back on who I was 10 years ago mm-hmm. to who I am now. Mm-hmm. Like if – 19 year old me knew that I was going to end up being this person yeah fuck man I would be so proud of myself yeah like what still be proud of yourself oh yeah of course but (laughs) because baby Emmeline had to put in all that hard work for you to get here I had to climb up some fucking slippery mountains like is that even a saying (laughs) I don't even know it is now boys um but yeah I guess like pretty much to draw it back to the main theme of this Katie and I just wanted to highlight the fact that you have to consciously decide to be different and behave different and do different things. Otherwise it just becomes a behavior and a habit and it becomes who you are. Yeah. And it's no longer a mistake. You can fuck up and make mistakes, but if it continues and it's a conscious decision, that's not, it's just fucking who you are. So you need to choose to be different like be built different yeah um but other than that guys i hope this was helpful uh please oh you've got tiktok in my head follow me on tiktok (laughs) um like and subscribe the worry project podcast if you want to get in touch you can contact us on instagram on the warrior project but other than that thank you for tuning in and we'll see you on the next one